Welcome to the world of Dracul. This is a story of a young woman who came into contact with a mysterious man named Dracul at a ball held in Romania. As her story begins with her first encounter with Dracul, his story unravels as their relationship grows. Previously on Dracul, Catherine saved Dracul from boiling to death underneath the sun. Thinking he was dead, Dracul felt relieved, but upon realizing that he wasn't, and instead in Catherine's company, he grew melancholic. Knowing that Catherine wished she hadn't seen his ultimate state, he tried to enchant her in hopes that she would forget, but she wouldn't allow it. Dracul admitted to her that he would protect her at all costs, which calmed her down and eventually led her to become very sleepy as she rested against Dracul before throwing him out of her room in an embarrassed state of mind. After clearing her head, Catherine decided to go check up on Dracul. Catherine's feet grew cold from the freezing tiles of the mansion Castle Place of Residence. The days were shorter and the nights grew colder during the season, yet she could have sworn it had just turned fall. Perhaps the writer was changing the season too quickly, <laughs> but no, that couldn't be it. Instead, she reasonably grabbed her slippers and slid them over her feet and began to walk over to the left set of stairs, leading to the west side of the palace where Dracul's room resided. Once she got there, she could see two large dark oak doors standing as a barrier to the largest room there. She raised her hand to knock when she felt a cold breeze, which smelled like the sweetest cologne, come through the slight crack between and underneath both doors. Is that you, Catherine? Dracul's voice boomed. She swallowed hard. It is. There was a slight pause before he began. You may come in at your own risk. Catherine felt a chill run down her spine upon hearing those words. At my own risk. A part of her wanted to nope out, but she swallowed once more, which was a difficult task to do when you have a dry mouth, and turned the elongated handle. The open doors revealed a warm, dark room with black walls, maroon carpet, and a king-sized bed along with red and black blankets draping down all three sides away from the wall. She looked to the left of the room to see bookshelves filled to the brim with books and journals, some on the floor, and a large black closet with clothes draped over and around the open drawers. To the right of the room were three large sets of windows, the middle being the biggest. All three had black curtains that were drawn back to let the moonlight in. In front of the window was a built-in lounge area, and in front of that were two steps to get up there. To the right of the doors was a large, dark study desk with papers and pencils all around. To the left of the doors, on the wall, hung the painting of the young man with scruffy brown hair and light brown eyes she had painted for Dracul all those years ago. In the back of his room were broken shards of wood and a dim entrance leading to God knows where. 
Throughout the room were lit candles on sheets of plastic, and from the ceiling hung a broken glass chandelier. After she finished scoping the room, she looked at Dracul, who stood there half-naked with the fresh, smooth skin and silky black hair that he messily lay in two parts. He stared at her, calculating her every move and expression to get a better understanding of how she must be feeling. He looked ashamed, almost. Embarrassed, maybe. However, there was nothing dangerous in the room. Well, <laughs> I mean, other than him, of course. Perhaps it was just because she had walked in on him after he took a shower. Quizzically, Catherine inquired, At my own risk of what, Dracul? He sighed and grabbed a simple black shirt from the floor, put it over himself, and buttoned it one by one. He spoke rather quietly. Well, besides the risk of catching me off guard while I change, I meant the risk of seeing what a mess this place is. Catherine failed to stifle a smile. Is that all? He scoffed. Is that all, you say? As though it holds no weight. I am a clean man, Catherine, who keeps up his appearance. I clean what I can, and yet my room is the messiest of all that can be seen. Oh, what a tragedy. Dracul sneered at Catherine as she laughed at him. <laughs> Something about Catherine seemed exceptionally enticing, but he couldn't figure out why. She smelled much sweeter than usual and appeared more desirable, though he didn't think that was possible until now. He had to remind himself often not to stare, for staring was rude as heck, yet easy to do, especially for a dead man who has no need to blink. He had asked her what her business was for being here, and learned that she simply wanted to see how he was doing since he could have died earlier. He let her know that he was feeling much better as his skin was almost fully healed and his hair was regaining the moisture it had lost from the sun. He sauntered over to the built-in lounge by the large window and motioned for Catherine to sit by him. She hesitated at first, but ultimately joined him, sitting in front of him with her legs to the side of her, which was the most comfortable position she could get with a sanitary menstrual apron on, as he sat with his legs crossed in front of him. He swallowed hard, catching a whiff of her scent as she moved alongside him. A deep, carnal desire burned inside of him, making it difficult to keep his composure. He hadn't felt this way in what seemed like an eternity. I failed to mention some time ago how beautiful you're looking, Catherine. Seeing your cheeks that lovely rose color again brings me great satisfaction. She cleared her throat, <clears throat> patting her face. <clears throat> yes, well, I have been using a good skincare product lately. It has helped a great deal. Oh, is that so? I may need to try it on myself. He stroked his chin as she smiled at him. It's a beautiful night. I would have missed this moon if not for you. Playing with her clothing, she never looked at his face. Well, you would have missed tonight if what you did had... Well, I'm not sure. You're already dead. For some odd reason, those words hit Dracul like a brick straight to the chest. 
Was a reanimated corpse all he was? Surely he wasn't the same man he had been centuries ago when alive, but he couldn't have been just a complete shadow of a man either. He still had a soul, I think. Anyway, he leaned in towards Catherine, close enough to smell her rose-scented perfume, grabbing her arm as he caught the smell of something else emanating from her. You changed your perfume? She looked at him. I changed a lot of things while we were apart, Dracul, including my art. Though, I assure you I'm not wearing any perfume. Oh, how I envy you, Catherine. So much I find you admirable. I may not be able to love you in natural forms, but I can still see the grace and beauty you behold. I am completely glamored by you. Baffled, Catherine saw a change in Dracul's eyes. The regular chocolate brown in them began to swirl in circles as a pinch of blue suddenly formed around his pupils. How odd! How mad! How bizarre! Catherine rudely interrupted my dialogue. Your eyes are swirling around like a tornado, and there's blue. Oh, are they now? Dracul leaned in, almost shrinking himself as he turned his head, peering into her eyes. I wonder just where this lovely blue came from. Catherine blushed as his voice trailed off. He was right. This blue was the same as her eye color. What phenomenon could cause this? Before she could think, he pressed his lips onto hers, and she forgot everything but him. They moved their kissing to the bed. Both of them made sure not to trip on anything on the floor, which was a great task. He lay her down gently, her back to the mattress as he engulfed her. Her blood was aching for him as much as he ached for it, but he refrained from drinking her despite his elongated teeth. Excitement rose between them both as he scraped the very tips of his canines along her collarbone. Like a shark, his pupil dilated, covering almost all of his iris as her scent pervaded the air around him. It would end up being a rather long night, and when morning came, Catherine found herself alone. However, she wasn't feeling very lonesome, but instead excited. Tonight was the ball, and she would finally get to see her friends once more. Thank you for listening to episode 29 of Dracul. So it seems that Dracul is not the kempt man we thought he was after all. But why did his eyes reflect the same blue that was in Catherine's? What the heck were those broken pieces of wood doing there on the floor? And what was that strange entryway? Stay tuned for future episodes by subscribing to this podcast on the platform you're listening to it on. All narration, writing, and music was composed by Priscilla Ibarra. Certain sound effects are from the website Zapsplat. A huge thank you and shout out to my friend and former colleague Edwin DePaz for performing Dark Romance, specifically for this podcast. I have come to find that this colder weather is drying out my eyes, mouth, hands, and my humor. Ha <laughs> ha!